This is episode number 40 of the Middle Country Public Library Podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm your host this week, Sal DiVincenzo, joined by my fabulous giggly colleagues, (laughs) (laughs) Sarah Fade (laughs) and Nicole Rambo. Hello. Uh, And we're here to both educate and entertain you on all the wonderful things that we have to offer here at the Middle Country Public Library. Hello, ladies. How are you? Good. Truth be told, everyone's eating uh, <laughs> three-week-old <laughs> Halloween candy. So, anyway, so uh, we're going to jump right into our segments this week. Uh, we're going to start with Nicole, who ha- when whenever Nicole brings binders <laughs> to the studio, you know we're in for a treat. Yeah, yeah. Sarah usually brings a lot of. Sarah good, is very yeah. good at bringing stuff. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, but uh, I got your one binders. Today. Yeah, I got so two today. Actually. Very nice. Yeah. What you got going on? So back. Way back. <laughs> Way back, back when. One of the first episodes, not first, but one of the first episodes here. I think you um, talked to Deborah Hempy in a feature segment about uh, Museum Corner. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know if she mentioned it then or if she did, then you're going to hear it again. So, recap. recap. No, I don't think so. This looks interesting. Yeah. So, she talked all about Museum Corner, so you guys kind of know about that. If you don't. Go back and listen we'll to it. We'll put that in the show notes yeah. as a link back. Um, but the the museum museum corner exhibits come to an end. You know they have like a limited run, but they don't go away forever because what we do with all that stuff is we put it into a kit that you can then take home with you. Nice. So kind of like the um, some books and some activities and some of the stuff that was really popular and stuff that you can that can be portable, say, and, and to bring home, we'll make into a kit so you can relive the. Um, museum corner again in the future and um, she probably had mentioned this then too but I'll mention it again because I think it's really cool that the museum corner has been a part of the Middle Country Public Library since 1987 Amazing. fun fact let's see where I was born <laughs> 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 me and the museum corner are the same age so you were born and then they said let's do a museum corner yeah. <laughs> yes I'm directly a part of this <laughs> A child on this day was born, yeah. <laughs> and a museum corner has been made. That's it. That's what happened. But anyway, besides that, um, there's some fun ones that you could take home. There's a, a, obviously there's I don't know how many there are a year. Okay, yes. pick one. And yeah, the, pick a yeah. fun pick, one. Pick one. Okay, I'm going. So we have dinosaurs. We have two That's dinosaurs, fun. and sometimes it'll be broken down into. Um, primary and intermediate so like that? beginner stuff so stuff for younger kids oh, okay. and then some of the stuff for older kids so like maybe the books will be a little bit more for the older kids and then or some of the games will be for the younger kids um and it tells you the contents of everything we have followed that map we have the days cool. of knights and castles so this one's fun yeah. they have dress up pieces so and they have like fun. armor and like that's a fancy sword. stuff yeah and then um they'll have books and uh, games oh. oh this one's fun the creative worlds of lynn Barish, um, but they have little tap shoes, <laughs> and I think so, and some of her. She was an author, a children's book author, so some of her stuff um, was really cute. So yeah. So obviously, the museum corner is a very tactile area of the library. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of um, interact pieces and interactivity mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the exhibit, and I think these uh, kits pretty much, like you said, it brings that kind of to the next level and into the home of the person who's taking these kits out. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. 
That's it. And we have two. So if you come, you can search it on the website. You can put a museum corner kit and uh, it'll list all of the ones mm-hmm. we have. You can come to the desk and we have two binders worth of 31 years worth of them. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Much like your closet, right? Yeah. So <laughs> middle middle country patrons only, I would assume. And if you have an ERC card. And so if you have if an you ERC home, card. Homeschool as well. Very and good. And you could take them out for a seven day period. Seven days. Yep, you get a week with them. And then I'm pretty sure they're renewable. So if you're having a great time. Great. Renew That's- it fun yeah so i mean this music yeah this just in addition to everything else that we have here you know the the books and the cds and the dvds and Mm -hmm. the library of things it's Mm -hmm. just another wonderful resource for our patrons Mm -hmm. so definitely take advantage of that Mm -hmm. especially if you have a child who's you know interested in in these things and wants to Mm -hmm. kind of uh take it to the next level that, yeah. that those uh, there's an actual for that nights and days and nights is an actual outfit isn't there yeah you get a That's little suit of armor you get a little sword <laughs> or you get a little um like cape like king like kind of cape thing it's yeah. adorable yeah. And you can learn there's interesting like things and have fun one too. You dress up in like a little tea and a little tea slides are cute nice <laughs> and I see there's a kid you get a queen of England wig yeah. <laughs> so there's a kit museum museum worker kit where you actually go in and you you do docent toys yeah, yeah. Of, of homes now. That would be fine. Cool. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Nicole. Yeah. And Sarah, mm-hmm. what do you have for us this week? I'm gonna just uh, go over a little bit of what to expect on the new second half of the movie list for nice. adults. Nice. I love this one. Yeah, I always <laughs> like this. This is one of my favorite. Yeah. My favorite yeah. So uh, we have quite a bit. Coming okay. out the second half of uh, November, we have The Meg, which we've talked oh, yes, about quite a bit. Whenever I see that poster, I think of you. Yeah, <laughs> The Meg with uh, Jason Statham. Very nice. Alpha um, is with Cody Smith-McPhee. He was in The Road, I believe. Okay. That very, very, very depressing movie. <laughs> That's the one that, with um. That, I read the uh, book. Is v- a book? Vigo, is it yes, it's also a very different. Yeah, I remember book. the book yeah, Vigo, was horrible. Vigo, it is Morrison. not horrible in a what? Well written, but yeah. yeah, horrible in a. That's set. that dystopian. Yes. 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 Uh, it's it's a well written book. It's a yeah. very good book. Yeah, it but good, it's but and the and of course he's a he's a good good actor and uh, so Alpha is a little bit um, it's sort of set in the prehistorical time and I think it's about the. First relationship between man and and wolf. Okay. So it's so was it in the theater. Yeah, it was for. Oh. A you know why? You know why I don't think I know anything is in the theater anymore because I don't watch TV anymore. Really, so I don't see like that's, previews. That's actually pretty good though that you don't. Yeah. Well, I watch Netflix. It's not like I'm okay. doing things. No, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> Like cultivating skills. (laughs) I'm watching like such an obscene amount of Netflix that I can't remember what I watched. (laughs) It's like bordering on a problem. Anyway, (laughs) I'll take out some of these movies. So this was the trailer that said something like, um, uh, "Find out how we domesticated dogs, or how we dogs eventually became pets, or something to that effect." Yeah. (laughs) Very good. Um, the next one is called Juliet, comma naked, and that has a. Uh, oh yes, I remember seeing the previews for this one. It's with Rose Byrne. Isn't yes, it? Yeah, and yeah, Ethan, yeah, yeah. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. And uh, Chris O'Dowd, who is very funny. Yeah, oh, he's so funny. Is yeah, this a comedy? I love his accent. Yeah. What is this? I think it's a, a rom com. Rom com. Yeah. Rom com here. Yeah, I know. I'm and, on it. <laughs> and based on the title, am I going to be very disappointed? <laughs> No. Probably, I'm sure you will. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of nudity. Billy and Megan. 
yeah, so that should, uh, if you like light romantic movies. Okay, cool. Um, and then right after that, we have Mile 22, which is a, I believe, a military movie with Marky Mark Wahlberg. Oh, oh yeah, wow. I saw a picture for this. Yeah. <laughs> so, a picture somewhere. <laughs> but it looks like every other Mark Wahlberg picture. So. Yeah, so I think that's a little bit more of a drama sort of action. Okay. Action, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have The Children Act with Emma Thompson, and that is a drama, but it's based in England. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it'll be Emma in her full uh, British glory. Very good. good. Like um, and then we have uh, to round out the last two movies, Bring It Home with Asians. <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians. That was an amazing, amazing, amazing movie. A, a rom-com. It was so good. Did you see it? I did not see it. Which I feel it, bad for, because everyone's like, you're an Asian, go out and see this movie. I thought it that was, was required. So was it required? It is. Yeah, yeah my car got revoked. It was insane. Like, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It was so You're Italian good. now. So yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. It was so, it was like better. It's so good. Well, the reason why people made a big deal about this movie, because it is the first full Asian yeah. casted movie that is a big box office hit. Mm-hmm. Yes. So people of, you know, sort of Asian descent or, or you know, people who like diversity yeah. or don't mind diversity <laughs> are very happy about this because, you know, it's one of its, like, you know, Black Panther was celebrated mm-hmm. for sort of, um, you know, not that it was the only, you know, African-American cast, but it just, yeah. people were celebrating that, you know. And, and it was just really good. Just see it, because it also, 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 yeah. It was so good. It was so good. Where should it take place? Is that Singapore, or? It, yeah. It yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, like, it's not, like, dubbed, and it's not in a different language. It's no. like, it's in English. It's, you know, yeah. Americanized, yeah. So, um, the other movie, the last and final movie, is called Searching. Now, okay. I just like who's an Asian. John Cho is the lead character. Mm-hmm. He is from uh, Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. Yes. So he he played Harold, but I heard really I did not see this movie. I'm waiting for DVD to take it out from mm-hmm. from the library. But it's supposed to be very 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 good, and it's about um all about sort of social media, and it's a suspense type of movie. It's like he's missing his daughter. Right, okay. but it's like and like all the trails and the and the clues are sort of done by social media and where she was seen and all this stuff. But they said it was done very well, so I'm looking forward to. I don't know. I have a hard time grasping John Cho as a father. I, I, I keep imagining him as this young... Well, you know, guy Harold. <laughs> he still he was in the young. show um, "Difficult People" on Hulu. I don't know if you watched that show. No, um, was it good? I loved it. It's it's uh, not for everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, has a, <laughs> it has a voice that not everyone will appreciate. But um, I I liked it. I thought it was really really good. Um, Billy Eichner is in it, and Julie Klausner. Billy Eichner oh. from Billy on the Street, the guy that goes oh, yeah, around yeah, screaming yeah, at people. Hilarious. That would be a thing I don't like. No, well, he's not screaming at people okay. on the show. Anyway, the point is, he, John Joe is in it, and he is older. Like he's like an executive, okay. so he's like a grown adult man. So you could see him having it. No, kid. he is. No, he yeah. is. No, yeah. I'm not saying that he isn't a grown yeah. adult man and that he can't play these parts. I'm just real. saying, you know, in my head, mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm still holding on to his youth. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> how I feel about. Um, do you remember? So you're you're my age. The Doogie Howser. Yeah, he was yeah, in yeah, that yeah. movie. That's how I feel about Doogie Howser. Like, yeah. you know, I'm like, he has children. Yeah. I know. It's tough life. to say. Yeah, but uh, but 
like, excuse me, he looks fabulous. I mean, the <laughs> yeah. guy, the guy yeah. hasn't aged. In, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but yeah, yeah. no, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the like, oh, yeah. he's still baby. He's still doogie. <laughs> Very good. But yeah. All right. So these are going to be on the list, mm-hmm. and we're going to put in the show notes. And remember to uh, those are um, what we call those high, uh, high demand. demand. Those are all in high demand. So definitely go out there and uh, and reserve your copy today. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. Okay, for our focus segment this week, I'm very happy to have Amanda Penzik back in the studio. Hello. Hi. How, how are, are you? you? Good. Good. Uh, Amanda, tell us about the Parent-Child Home Program. Yes. So um, I coordinate the Parent-Child Home Program here at the library, um, which is a home visiting service for families and their children um, of the ages 18 months to 36 months years old is when we start the children. Okay. Um, so we have home visitors that are on staff at the library, and they are assigned to kind of visiting families um, to be in the program. There's actually an application process. Okay. Um, so we have an application. Um, we do advertise it usually in our quarterly, or sometimes we'll do outreach for families. Um, and typically, it's at-risk families we look at. Okay. So. Low income, maybe English as a second language. Um, we do have a variety of questions that we ask. So you physic someone will physically come down to the, the this family's house. Yes, yes. Is that for the application process as well? Um, yeah. So there's a first step to fill out a form. Okay. And then we will come to the house for our first step okay. to meet the family. So they come into the library, they fill out this form for this program. Yeah. And then you go down there and you start the process. Yeah. So what should a family expect when you come down for that application process? Yeah, so for the first time, we really make it really light and easy. We don't want it to be scary. It's supposed to be a fun thing for the family. Okay. Um, so we kind of come in just to you know see the house, to meet the family. I bring the home visitor with me so they get to see each other and get to know each other. Um, usually I chat a little bit more with the mother and then my home visitor will speak with the children. Sure. Bring some crayons, some stickers, kind of try to break the ice with them a little bit and get to know them. Um, and typically, all this is done um, either into this over the summer or in September. Okay. Um, we start our visits in October, and they usually go through um, June. We take a break in the summer, so it's almost like following the school calendar. Okay. Um, and then it's a two-year program. So once you're in it, you're in it for two years, which kind of gets the child into when they're going to go into UPK. Okay. So it kind of prepares them for school. That's great. And how often is there a visit to the family's home? So the visits are twice a week for two years. And wow. yeah, and it's there about 30 minute visits, um, give or take, depending on the child that day and how, mm-hmm. the, how they can handle things. Um, like I said, we don't want to make it a bad thing. Sure. Um, and our what we do is each week, the family will get a new toy or book. Um, that is funded by the Libraries Foundation. That they get to keep. Yeah, they get to keep, and okay. they're quality. They're really nice books. Um, our favorites, um, the toys are really nice wooden toys, Melissa and Doug usually, like those types of toys. Nice quality. Yeah. There, Melissa yeah. and Doug. What should a, if a patron is uh, would like to sign up for this program, what expectations should they have as far as the availability of this? Is this something, is there a lot of people on, on a waiting list for this? Is this something easy to get into? Yeah, so we do sometimes have some waiting lists, though it's usually a manageable waiting list. Um, sometimes throughout the year, families will move or a child will age out and the you know openings become available. Okay. Um, so we always say, even though we kind of do our intake and our big startup in the, you know, the summer and early fall, 
if you're ever interested and come across it, like if you hear this and you're interested, come to the library, ask for an application. Um, we'll have you fill it out. I always keep it on file so that way when it comes a time where something's available, we do open it up and give a call to families. Sure. And as far as when the visit is in, in progress, when, you're, when your folks are down there doing this visit, mm-hmm. um, I assume that someone has to be home <laughs> yes, with, with the child. Definitely. Uh, what are the requirements of that? Does it have to be a parent or can it be a grandparent or, a, or an, an older adult? What's, what's the yeah. status? So we that? always want a parent there involved. So okay. we don't, it's not a service where we actually are going to sit there with a kid alone it's and not schooling and the parents this separate. Is not babysitting. Yes. Okay. So it, we want the parent involved. It's really modeling for the parent okay. to show them skills of how to talk to that child how to play with that child so it's really really fun and special time for them together Um, so they are required to be there and it doesn't have to be the mother or father we've had grandparents we've had aunts and uncles Um, we've had even babysitters that are there consistently because they're important in their lives the caregivers is pretty much so so you're not just going there and playing with the child no this is this sounds like it's basically the parent-child workshop at home it kind of is yeah okay. it's play based and informal but like throughout the playing um, you'll talk about different words um, color shapes numbers but in a play format where it's not like school and work for the kids it becomes fun that's fantastic yeah so folks who are interested in this program uh, they just need to come down in person to the library come down or they could always give me a call um, you could call the general library number okay. um, and my extension or my name is Amanda Penzik and I'm extension 225 great um once you talk to me, I can mail you an application. So if it's not easy for you to get down to the library, I can mail it to you. You mail it back, and then I'll follow up with a phone call. Sure. And the sign up since we're already, you know, we're in November now. We're already in the in the in this this session. Yes. So when should folks who hear this and are interested in next year, when should they be signing up yeah. now? Or Currently we are full, okay. um, but if you are very interested or even if your child's a little bit shy and you're, of the age requirements and you're interested, you can call me. I'll fill out an application and then once I get it back, I'll make those notes on it that you know we're full and that I'll follow up with you once your child becomes of age if we have you know an opening. Mm-hmm. That is fine. I'm always willing and I have an ongoing kind of application that I keep on file. You know, Great. To, to and we also have up. the parent-child workshop still here at the library? Yeah. Yes, yeah, and those um, are typically held, we usually offer them five to six times a year, and um, they're usually Wednesday uh, mornings that we have them. Um, every once in a while, I think once a year, we have them on an evening, a Tuesday evening, and sometimes on a Saturday, and that's that five-week series that's play-based. So if for right now we don't have an opening for our home program, that's another option. That's a- Fantastic. Yeah. Well, this sounds great. What a great service that we provide our patrons and uh, I had no idea about the, 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 the giveaways there, the toys and the, and the books. Yeah. That's really fantastic. It kind of adds an extra special thing to that. It does. So uh, thank you so much, Amanda. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And that does it for another episode of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. If you want to read our show notes or listen to older episodes, Mm -hmm. episodes that Nicole is talking about, Mm -hmm. episodes that Sarah is talking about, Mm -hmm. all these wonderful episodes, go to our website, mcplibrary.org forward slash podcasts, plural, podcasts, or email us at podcast at mcplibrary.org if you have a question and you want an answer. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate yeah. any constructive any, any, comment too. Yeah, comments, constructive mm-hmm. criticisms. Send your sympathies to Sarah for being thrown out, thrown out of the club, and, 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 and maybe we should do like a, a special a, a petition to get you back in. Sarah. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll try very hard. So for Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We'll see you on the next show. Bye.